Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a pleasure to be here with you once again. God is good all the time. <laughs> we are a family. I know the buildings, the church, they are closed. But our hearts, they are open to receive more from God, to worship Him, to give all glory to this wonderful God that we serve together. Amen. So hopefully you got this strong message from God to your heart today. In Jesus' name, I have a question for you to start this message. What do you do when you receive bad news? What's your reaction when you receive bad news? Think about it. Your life is good. You have money. You are health. Your family is well. Everything is good for you. But suddenly, you receive bad news. You are laid off your job. Your money is gone. You are poor now. The doctor comes and says, I have bad news for you, my brother. You are sick. You've got a disease. You've become weak. Maybe you have three years to live. Or someone of your family is in trouble. Someone you know is struggling and you don't know how to deal with it. What would you do? What's your reaction? Bad news come all the time. For me, for you, for everybody. Fear and unsaved knock my door, your door. Asking for a place in our hearts. What should we do when we receive bad news? Today we are studying about a man who called Hezekiah. He was king of Jerusalem. And he faced many battles and bad news in his reign. But he managed it to deal well with all of them. Trusting in God. He trusted in God. Let's see. The book of Isaiah, chapter 37, said that someday a king Hezekiah received a letter from Sennacherib saying he would destroy Jerusalem. When Hezekiah read it, he chose to do the right thing. He didn't get despair. He didn't run away. He didn't try to fix the situation with all his strength, his wisdom. No. What he did, he prayed. He trusted in God. Let's read together. Isaiah chapter 37, verse 16, 17, and also 20. The Bible says, Hezekiah said, Lord Almighty, the God of Israel... Enthroned between the cherubim, you alone are God over all the kingdoms of the earth. You have made heaven and earth. Give ear, Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, Lord, and see. Listen to all the words Sennacherib has sent to ridicule the living God. Verse 20. Now, Lord our God, deliver us. From his hands, so that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you, Lord, are the only God. Hallelujah. My brothers, my sisters, when he received bad news saying that all his kingdom would be destroyed, he didn't trust in men, in his arm, but he trusted in God. He prayed. The Bible says that we have to pray. And believe that Jesus is powerful to answer and deliver us from the evil one. Jesus said it in Matthew chapter 7. 
Look to me, verse 7 and 8. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, you will find. Knock the door, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who, rest, who asks, receive. The one who seeks, finds. And the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Hallelujah. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the prayer in Jesus' name. Do you believe that? After Hezekiah prayers, God sent an angel. And the enemy's army was totally destroyed by God's power. Because he believed. Because he prayed. Hallelujah. You can read it after later in your home. In the book of Isaiah chapter 36 and also 37. Well, after that, everything was good now for Hezekiah, for Jerusalem, for the crowd, for the people. Jerusalem was delivered by God, and the people were safe now. They back to their normal lives. Pay attention. But look what happened following that in chapter 38. And here we start our message today. Read with me, Isaiah chapter 38, verse 1. Three. The Bible says, In those days Hezekiah became ill, sick, and was at the point of death. The prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, went to him and said, This is what the Lord says. Put your house in order, because you are going to die. You will not recover. Look, Hezekiah was receiving bad news again. But now this time, the bad news were only for him and not for his kingdom. The bad news came to his life. Think, he had won a battle a few days before. He was probably still celebrating that. He was in peace, but suddenly bad news come again. Hezekiah, you're going to die. Could you imagine and hear that for your life? You're going to die. It's over. There is nothing you can do to live. Be ready. Your life is over. God says to Hezekiah, put your house in order. Put your house in order. And the message today is, put your house in order. Put your house in order. This is what God is saying these days. He's shouting it to the world and to his church through this situation we are facing now. Some days ago, pay attention, some days ago, everything was probably going well for you, isn't it? Think about, you were good, you were working, you had plans, your children were at school, you had trips to go on, you were celebrating achievements, setting goals, but suddenly... A small virus appears and puts the word on its knees. Everything's changing now. Your routine, the churches are closed, your job, the economy of the world, and etc. Please tell me, what is your reaction now? God didn't send this virus to the world. This is a consequence of the sin of mankind. And the Bible says, 
And we know that in all things, God worked for the good of those who loved him. Hallelujah. Who have been called according his purpose. God used all things to bless his children, me and do, to wake up the world and give an opportunity to repent and to follow Jesus. Like Hezekiah, God is calling you to put your house in order. Can you imagine if God is shaking the whole world only to get your attention? He's, he, he's doing it right now. He's shaking all the world just to take your attention because you are his child. This is the Father's love. He's using the chaos to bring a chance to people return to him, to people open their hearts to God. This is a strong message from God today to his church. And look, the churches are closed. The buildings are closed. But our hearts are open and our souls are free to praise, to praise God. Hallelujah. Bad things can touch the body, but nothing can touch your soul. <laughs> the things of this earth, the chaos, the crisis, the problems, disease, sickness, they can touch our body, but nothing can stop the church of the Lord. Nothing can stop our soul. Because Jesus is with us. Praise be Jesus. Nothing can separate us from his love. As the Bible says in Romans 8, verse 35, 37, and 39. The Bible says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? No. In all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future nor any powers, neither hate nor death nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. And because he loves us. He's telling us the time has come to put our house in order. I'm saying again for you. God is telling to you now. The time has come to put your house in order. Think ahead. Prepare your family. Jesus is coming back soon. Jesus, he's coming back. And is your house ready for that? Is your family ready? They are prepared for that? To face Jesus? How is your house? And the word house here means how is your relationship with God, with people? How is your family? How is your fellowship with your church? What God asked it to you to do? What are you doing? Jesus is coming back soon. Hallelujah. And actually... Jesus came to over 20,000 people who die of coronavirus. Their time came. But for you, the message from God is put your house in order. You don't know about the day of tomorrow. As the Bible says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 34. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. 
each day has enough trouble of its own. I don't know how you are dealing with this piece of bad news. Some people, they are afraid. Some people are depressed. It is interesting to see the reaction of each person. Some businessmen think they will lose money with the stores closed. Hmm. Hospitals think that doctors may be infected by the virus. Workers imagine that they will, what they will do without job, without money. The great truth is that God allowed all this to stop the world. God is telling to the world, stop what you are doing. <laughs> Psalms 46 says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Hallelujah. God, he told, stop to the world. The world needs to stop walking the way it is walking. Everyone is always busy with no time for God, no time for family, no time to serve in their church. There are so many commitments that God and the family were left behind. Do you want to think a little? Do you remember what God told you a few years ago? What he asked for you? Yes, it's with you I'm talking about now. <laughs> what gift did he pour out over you? What call and invitation did he give you? What's your calling? In the past, how active were you doing in the church? How did your family have a priority in your life? It is time to reflect on your life. What are you doing with the hours of life you still have? Put your house in order. That's what God is saying to you and to me today. But we can learn from Ezekiah. When he heard the bad news, he didn't run away. This is what he did. Look with me in Isaiah chapter 38, verse 2 and 3 now. Hezekiah turned his face to the wall. He turned his face to the wall. And he prayed to the Lord. Lord, remember how I have walked before you faithfully and with holy hearted devotion. And have done what is good in your eyes. What did he do? He prayed. He turned his face to the wall. And he prayed for God's mercy. Hallelujah. The best thing we can do now. He turned his face to the wall. Why he did that? Why he turned his face to the wall? When he was looking to the wall, he had no contact with others. <laughs> He stopped everything he was doing just to talk with God. When he turned his face to the wall, he's telling to God, Now, God, it's me and you. <laughs> now I have a conversation with you. I'm giving my time for you. I will spend time with you now. I'm asking for your mercy. I'm begging for your mercy. He stopped Everything he was doing, just to listen God's voice. He think about his life. My brothers, I invite you to turn your face 
to the wall today. Go to your room. Close the door. Seek God. Tear your heart in the presence of God. Shout. Cry out. Ask for mercy for the way you are living. And Christ will see you in secretly. And in secret, he will reward you. He will help you to get through this Christ and put your house in order. This is the time to organize everything to live this life well. And look ahead. Don't forget that. Look ahead. It is a time to wait for change in your life and act for the change to happen. After he turned face to, to the wall, he prayed. And there is the way to deal with bad news, with prayer, <laughs> by prayer. When me and you, when we receive the bad news, we have to turn our face to the wall, stop what we are doing, call our family, be together, let's pray, let's talk with our Father in heaven, with our God. Why we have to pray? A prayer in the name of Jesus moves God's hand. A prayer in the name of Jesus touches God's heart. Hallelujah. A prayer in the name of Jesus blesses a whole nation. A prayer in the name of Jesus brings miracles. Prayer changes lives. Prayer opens up doors. Prayer feeds people in the desert. Prayer brings fire from heaven. Prayer makes a bad man become a man of God. Prayer delivers us. Prayer brings God mercy to earth. There is power in the name of Jesus when we pray in Jesus' name. And by prayer, we are more than conquerors. Hallelujah. We can conquer everything by prayer. As Ezekiah, I invite you to turn your face to the wall and pray. It is the right time to get a strong relationship with God by prayer. Read the Bible. Spend time with the Holy Spirit. It is a time to put your house in order. God told to Ezekiah to put his house in order. It means to think ahead. In that time, he had to think who would reign in his place. Take his place to prepare a, a successor. To bless the nation, Jerusalem, Israel. When he prayed to God, the Lord listened to him. Look, in Isaiah 38, verse 4 and 5. Then the word of the Lord came to Isaiah. Go, Isaiah, and tell Ezekiah. This is what the Lord, the God of your father David says. I've heard your prayer and see your tears. I will add 15 years to your life. Hallelujah. Hezekiah, I have heard your prayer. Be healed, but don't forget to put your house in order. God gave to Hezekiah more 15 years just to him to put his house in order. God is good. He healed Hezekiah and he gave time to put all his house in order. To prepare a king, a successor, and take care of Jerusalem. My brother, I can tell you, if you pray on these hard days that we are facing now, God will listen to you. 
He will answer you and give strategy to conquer these days. But he's waiting to see you organize your life and act like a man, like a woman of God. You have a short time to do that. If you pray against the coronavirus, we, we, we're going to conquer it, of course. There is power in the name of Jesus. We can pray and we are waiting for a big answer, a nice answer from God. But don't forget what He is speaking to us. What He is asking, requesting for us. Put our house in order. Hezekiah was healed. And after it, he would have to prepare his son, named Manasseh, to be a strong king, a son of God. He had 15 years to do that, to put his house in order. Look that. But do you know what happened? Read with me in 2 Kings chapter 21, verse 1 to 3. It says, Manasseh, son of Hezekiah, was 12 years old when he became king. Petition. And he reigned in Jerusalem. 55 years. His mother's name was Hephzibah. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord. I read again. Manasseh, son of Hezekiah. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord. Following the detestable practices of the nations the Lord have given, have driven out before the Israelites. He rebuilt the high places his father Hezekiah had destroyed. Could you imagine that? He also erected altars to Baal and made an Asherah pole, as Ahab, king of Israel, had done. He bowed down to all the starry hosts and worshipped them. My God. Manasseh, son of Hezekiah, was one of the worst kings in Jerusalem. Could you imagine that? He rebuilt altars to false gods. His father, he destroyed all the altars to false and fake gods. And his son, <laughs> his son thought, what my father did? No, he's wrong. We have to rebuild again all the altars. And he sent an order to everyone to rebuild that, that things. He was a bad king. Hezekiah heard God. And he knew that he needed to raise up a man of God to reign in Jerusalem. But he didn't. He didn't. He didn't spend time with his son to teach the law of God. He did invest time to de develop his son's character. To teach him principles. He just enjoyed the 15 years that God gave him. God told to Hezekiah. Put in order your house. Ezekiah was healed, but didn't fulfill God's plan to his house. He didn't put his house in order. He received God's blessing. His prayer was answered. But what God asked for him, he didn't do. He didn't do it. Dear I don't know what you are asking for God. What's your prayer today? But I can tell you, 
better than receiving an answer from God is starting to obey Him and take care of your family. Better than receiving a powerful answer from God is better you take care of what God did for you, what God gave to you. You don't know about tomorrow. I mean, tell you, put in, or, in order your house. Put in order your house. Be the best father today. I mean, speak with you now. Be the best father. Be the best mom today. Be the best son now. Be a good servant of the Lord today, not tomorrow. Don't let, don't let it for tomorrow. Do it now. Do it today. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes 9.10, it's powerful message here. Whatever your hand fights to do, do it with all your might. For in the realm of the dead, where you are going, there is neither working, nor planning, nor knowledge, nor wisdom. What did God ask for you, my brother? What did he put in your hands? A gift? Talents? Money to bless others, to bless church of the Lord? A family to take care of. He called you to live for Him, but you still haven't answered Him yet. Come on, please do it today. Do it now. Do whatever your hands find to do. Do it today. Do it with all your might, with all your strength, with all your heart. Just give your life to Jesus totally. All areas of your life. Put in God's hand. And answer him because he's answered your prayer. The word needs you. Look what the Bible says in Romans 8, 19. For the creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. Hallelujah. Maybe there are hundreds, thousands of people waiting to see Jesus in your life. Maybe the whole nation. They are waiting to see Jesus in you. Jesus in your actions. Jesus in your family. They are waiting in eager expectation to listen about the truth from you. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Put your house in order. My brother, turn your face to the wall. Pray. I'm sure that God will listen to you. This hard time will end. This hard time will finish very soon. This virus will be over soon in Jesus' name. But the most important thing in this time is to put your house in order. You have to listen to God's voice now. Get expectation. I invite you to call your family to have a prayer meeting together. I invite you to listen to your children and bless them through the Bible, through experience with God. Show your love to your wife today, not tomorrow. Take care of her, asking for forgiveness. Change your heart. Look to Jesus. Decide to follow Him with all your heart today. Don't leave it until tomorrow to start to change it. Do it now. If you are facing a disease, pray and God will deliver you. 
We sang today, He is the God of miracles. The Bible says, what is impossible for man is possible with God. Hallelujah. If you are in trouble with someone, ask for forgiveness. Fix it. The Bible says in James 5, Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Hallelujah. If you are afraid about the future, trust in Jesus. Because he told in John 16, I have told you these things. I love this verse. I have told these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you have trouble. But take heart. Hallelujah. Stand firm. Take heart. I have overcome the world. Hallelujah. You can receive your blessings, okay? Don't you worry about that. <laughs> I have requested to God many blessings. I'm waiting on Him. I'm waiting patiently on Him. I want it. But when you receive your blessing, when God answers you, don't forget what He asked for you. Put your house in order. Please, my brother, put your house in order today, not tomorrow. Take care of the precious family God gave to you and live for Jesus. Do more for his kingdom, starting right now. I'd like to invite Pastor Mars. He will pray for us now. And please, guard, keep this message in your heart. Because God, he is speaking with the word. Can you imagine he stopped the word just to get your attention? Just to say to you, I will answer you. <laughs> because I am your father. I'm here to answer you, but I'm requesting something for you. Put your house in order. Take care of the most things, most important things that I gave to you. I put in your hands. Because I love you, I stop all the word to speak to you and to give the truth to give you power, to give you wisdom, to give acknowledgement, and to give you more of my Holy Spirit. God bless you, Pastor Mars. In Jesus' name. Of God, when we listen to the Word of God, we need to, to give an answer to God. Did you listen God today? Please, you need to give one answer. Now it's time for repentance. Because we receive a word from God. And now it's time for us to turn our face to the wall. And say, God have mercy on me. This is a time of repentance. God is saying to me and to you, please put your house in order. I invite you, please call your family. And pray, have a prayer meeting together. Read your Bible. Listen to your children. Show love to your family, to your, your wife, your children. And repent from all your sins. Please close your eyes. I, wanna, I want to pray for you right now. Close your eyes. And let's pray. Father, we receive the word from heaven today. And we want to give ourselves to you, Jesus.
Please, I ask you touch every family, every man, every woman, every teenager, every young man, young girl, every child. Touch their lives, Father. Move their hearts. Bring, bring true repentance over their lives. If you want to renew your covenant with God, please pray this prayer after me and say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you are God and you died at the cross and rose three days later and you have power to save me and power to deliver me. Jesus, I give you my life. I am a sinner and I have sinned against you, Father. Please forgive all my sins. I come back home to you, Father. I receive forgiveness. I receive a new life today. Wash me in the blood of Jesus Christ. I am forgiven. I am blessed. And I am saved. In the powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord bring you peace. And may his face can shine upon your life. And he can give you his favor. God bless you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ.